0: Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the B-Side of Positive. I'm so happy to have you here with me today, and I'm really excited about this particular podcast. Um, So I am reading a book called No Mud, No Lotus, The Art of Transforming Suffering by my favorite Buddhist monk and guru, Thich Nhat Hanh. And in the chapter that I'm reading today, I want to share with you guys a passage that has really been enlightening for me. And it says many people are angry at their parents because of the suffering they experienced as children. They say that man, I don't want anything to do with him. You may believe that your father is outside of you, but your father is also inside of you. Your father is present in every cell of your body. You can't remove your father from you. It is impossible. When he suffered, you suffered. And when you suffer, he suffers. Getting angry with your father, you're getting angry with yourself. The suffering of the parent is the suffering of the child. Looking deeply is a chance to transform and heal the suffering and stop the cycle. So friends, that was like a gut check for me and it really altered the way I see my dad. Now, my complex relationship is with my father. I have a very healthy relationship with my mother. She's an awesome and wonderful woman and like my rock. Um, my struggle is in my relationship with my dad. Um, we've had a very toxic relationship, I would say, almost from the beginning. When I was conceived, my parents were in the middle of separation and getting divorced. So there was always this cloud of doubt as to whether or not my dad was my dad. And that's powerfully impacted me for the majority of my life. I've never felt accepted by him or wanted by him or loved by him. And I spent the first four years of my life with my my grandmother while my parents sorted out their relationship. And so, many of the successes in my life and the things that I've done that have been positive, somewhere in the back of my mind, the inner child was hoping that my dad would see me, and when he saw me, he would somehow accept me because, okay, look here, I have this these two degrees, I work a good job, like I I, I would consider myself a success by society's standards, but at no point did my father really changed how he felt about me and the last time we had any kind of communication was via Facebook more than a year ago prior to that I don't think we really we saw each other at my grandmother's funeral in 2016 we didn't speak at the funeral and we hadn't spoken really a lot before then and I've kind of gone through these phases where I'm just like, I don't care, it doesn't bother me, I'm not worried about it. And then I've also gone through these phases where I'm like, God, this still really hurts, like that pain is still there. And it's just been that toxic relationship. So fast forward to what I've gained from this passage that I've shared with you guys is number one, I am my father. I am 50% him and 50% my mother. And trying to run from him or run from, and not run like physically, but to run from him and his impact in my mind is useless. Rejecting him is also rejecting myself because, as I've said, he's 50% of me. And so when I look at like this concept of self-love and self-acceptance, A measure of that acceptance has to be accepting my father and the fact that I am him and he is me. So in the very last part of that passage that I read to you guys, it says looking deeply is a chance to transform and heal this suffering and stop the cycle. So if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard me kind of evolve from the perspective of, okay, I was a liar and a manipulator in my relationship with my partner and addressing that. As I looked a little more deeply, I was like, wow, I manipulated and lied as a as a teenager and a preteen. But today I had the opportunity to look even farther back and say, okay, I would say that my father is also a liar and a manipulator. And even before that, his mother, I would consider as a liar and a manipulator. Well, maybe not necessarily a liar, God rest her soul, but I just want to be honest with you guys. And when I say that about my grandmother, a good example is how she always wanted to hear from me. She always wanted me to call her. And if I didn't call her or missed a couple of phone calls, she had this ability to make me feel so low and like the worst granddaughter in the entire world. And that to me is manipulation where you make a person feel bad for not doing whatever it is that you want them to do. And she had that tendency And so basically what I've seen through this is that there are generational seeds that are passed down, both good and bad. And from my father's side, I can see those seeds of manipulation and deceit, you know, from grandmother to father to daughter. And I think my refusal to acknowledge that was just that when I look at the impact that my father has had on me has been negative and hurtful. And to acknowledge that would be to acknowledge that some of my behavior patterns have also been negative and hurtful to other people. And nobody wants to look and see like, okay, I can't stand my father because he's like this and this. And then look at themselves and say, oh, wow, I'm the same way. Like, that's tragic. And I've been, you know, just on this constant search of like healing the suffering that came from like dealing with my my dad and our toxic relationship. To the point where I was always looking for acceptance and love from men. And as I said in my previous podcast, I would use my body to get that. And I'm at a point now where I really understand more clearly. And I'm thankful for the ability to look deeply into myself. Because like now that I know that those seeds of manipulation and deceit are there. And I acknowledge them. I get to decide what I do with them. And as with any seed... In order to flourish and grow, it needs water, it needs sun, it needs fertilizer. And so if I don't water and nurture those seeds of manipulation and deceit in myself, they can't grow. Now, on the opposite side, I see my mother as the most loving, compassionate, forgiving, faithful, loyal, honest person that I know. And I acknowledge that those seeds exist in me as well. And I know that they're there. It's even in the career path that I've chosen that great desire to help people and to be compassionate. Like those seeds are in me as well. And those are the seeds my mother gave me. And so I have the opportunity to water those seeds and to have them grow rather than the seeds in me that are negative. And through this Like insight, it's given me a different perspective about my dad. To harbor hate or resentment in my heart against him means I'm harboring that hate and resentment in myself as well because I am him. And to be honest, I don't know what the path to reconciliation is or what the next steps are. And I'm not really going to worry about that now. I just want to think about what I've learned and how I can move forward with this knowledge for myself and then I can broaden it and figure out what to do with my other relationships but it was just very powerful and it transformed how I see my dad like I don't I take away the the title of dad and just see him as a man who probably has suffering within himself that he hasn't taken the time to acknowledge and nurture and heal so the only difference between me and my dad is the fact that I've taken the time to look deeply at my suffering, to listen to it, and to work toward a path to healing. And I don't blame him or resent him anymore because we all have suffering and happiness in us. And sometimes the suffering in us can be so intense that we don't want to deal with it because it's too painful. And everybody's journey is different. My journey led me to this point. His journey led him to where he is. And I'm not better than him or worse than him. And he's not better than me or worse than me. It's just our path, our life paths are different. And understanding leads to compassion. And when you've come face to face with like pain and grief and loss, it, it changes you to the point where you can't help but be compassionate toward other people. And that compassion, I'm now able to extend to my dad to say, there's some suffering in him that hasn't been addressed. Just like there was suffering in me that hadn't been addressed. So friends, I hope that if there's someone in your life that you need to reconcile with or deal with, that something I've said today encourages you to kind of make those first steps or to even just like food for thought. So friends, as always, I wish you love, light, and positive energy.